And this is Ordinary Life on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. And we are two women in the prime of our lives, aren't we, Emma? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my word. <laughs> um, and we are getting together to bring you all that we find interesting about the wonderful, thrilling world of Parkinson's disease. <laughs> We get all the best topics, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. The I think um, you probably just got me there on with the in the prime of our life because <laughs> I've just started um, working with people who were who are quite a lot younger than me, and I'm starting to feel a bit older. <laughs> surely not. Well, I mean, we're both in our forties, isn't that young? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go with that. Totally. I like it. Actually, I, I went I went to a talk this week. It was a really, really interesting talk, completely off topic about atrial fibrillation, which is to do with the heart and not Parkinson's. And I was, yeah, I, I was very, I felt very young. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of good. I think I should go to more medical talks of things <laughs> and then I'll feel so much better about myself. But no, um, yeah. So disclaimer, neither myself nor Emma are doctors or medical professionals of any kind, but we are packing our very own chronic illness. So I have yep. I have Parkinson's and Emma, you I have Parkinson's. Well, I live with Parkinson's. Oh, this is gonna bring up the how do we talk about it? How do we talk about um, that? I have Parkinson's and you have it too. I mean, how can we share it? In fact, I think you should just take it from me and then we'd be great. I would be cured. You can just keep it for yourself. Um <laughs> no, um I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, after you started going Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a serious it's topic. <laughs> And it's a it's a disease that stereotypically affects men, older older men, which is why you've got two women in their in their forties talking mm. to you about it. Um, I've I've been diagnosed about seven and a half years, but I've had symptoms for eight. And how about you, Emma? Um, I can't remember my exact numbers, but my 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 numbers are weird because I was twenty nine anyway when I first noticed symptoms. I'm forty five now. Wow. I was, when I, was 40. I was diagnosed with it with Parkinson's when I was 40. So you do math. You do the math, you people. <laughs> <laughs> um, longer than me. And unf oh, yeah, but it's it's not a contest. Not a contest no. either of us wants to win. <laughs> um, also, we, we probably both don't really know exactly when it, like, when it started happening or when we got it. because no, it's um, really creepy, isn't it? Yeah, they reckon that it's you know by the time you know by the time you notice symptoms, it's a lot. You you could be years into it. Yeah, so which is quite hard to know. Hard to know. Um, but uh, last time we had a chat, we promised you. Um, we promised it. Well, actually, because as I'm wont to do, I make rash promises, and I said we'll do a deep dive <laughs> into DBS, and then I realised I I can't do that because, um. <laughs> 
I I don't actually know enough about it. However, I, I thought actually that's not necessarily a bad thing, and maybe we could do a little chat about what what DBS actually is, and then we can do the deep, scary stuff on another show. Is that all Okay, right with great. you? Um, Right. sounds good. Good. <laughs> So my understanding is that deep brain stimulation is electrical things in your brain. Yeah, Is so I, I did actually have, uh, I got a definition somewhere. I just, hang on. Oh, yeah, I'm so prepared. Look at this. So uh, deep brain stimulation, it is described as something that's commonly used to treat a number of conditions, including Parkinson's disease, essential tremor, Um, conditions that cause dystonia, such as Meg syndrome. Do you want to explain what dystonia is for people that don't know? Um, dystonia is a muscle contraction, but it's essentially Mm. when Why are you really it's using a, that? it's when your brain and your muscle it, sometimes focal it's focal dystonia, so it's like your hand or your foot muscles in your hand Yeah. and foot don't don't All those pay weird, attention glitchy to what the movements. brain is telling them. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And epilepsy. Dystonia for me was like my my foot was would curl, like my toes would curl under. Yeah. Um, and epilepsy, uh, Tourette syndrome, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and essentially what they do is they implant electrodes within areas of the brain and they produce little impulses that affect brain activity. And that sounds quite nice and clinical, but actually Mm, yeah, that's it's quite something a bit, you know, a bit more full on, eh? <laughs> um, yes. I, my, my kids actually So said to you me, have brain surgery and then you get something in your chest that's the battery, I think, and you have a you have a cord that goes down the back of your neck, like under the skin, and then the and and then there's a battery on your chest as I understand it. Indeed. And that, that connects to the things in your brain and you have to charge your battery, apparently. Yeah. So it's actually quite a big, serious, very serious um, operation. And I, when I was talking to my kids about it, because, you know, that's what that, naturally that's what you do when you're talking about serious brain surgery. You get your children and go, hey, what do you know about this? So I asked the kids what they thought about it. And they said, um, what's the difference between that and a lobotomy, which kind of makes sense, really. Um, and because um, you do literally, I, I've seen some pictures. I mean, and uh, it's it looks terrifying, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's a lobotomy is when they cut something out of your brain. Is that Well, yeah, yeah? a lobotomy is quite unpleasant. <laughs> I don't I don't think they do any cutting with deep brain stimulation, but they're like inserting the electrodes things into your brain. Yeah. Um, so it is major major brain surgery, and um, it is something that like in here in New Zealand, I think you can only do it in Auckland. So Yeah. large parts of the country would would need to travel to Auckland. You have to come off your your medication before the the surgery. So there's all that pain and anguish for Yeah. So I mean, for first it. of all, you have to be um selected as somebody that's that Selected. can actually have it. You know, so Yes. I mean, you don't, and it's not for everyone. I think one of my uh, my daughter said to me, "Oh, so mum, are, are you gonna have? Are you gonna have you having DBS then?" And I was like, "Uh, well, at the moment, 
I, I'm I'm controlled quite well with drugs, thanks. Mm. You know, I take yeah. a lot of tablets and do lots of cycling and exercise, and that seems to work quite well. And I think you're very similar, aren't you? Yeah, at the moment. I mean, from what I understand, there's some people respond really well to it, and but there are people who don't respond well to it or who for whom it's a negative thing to have so they want to they want to do really like as much um as much as they can to select the right people into it it's a lot Um, of research hey yeah so that's kind of like on the neurologists to make sure they put forward people who will who will benefit and um, that's that's come a long way in in recent years in terms of what they know and and to, of, about the group who would benefit from it. Um, and I think they they had been doing about twenty a year. So, but there is a quite a long waiting list as well. So, yeah, because I think if you if you actually need it, it you really need it, and it's it you are quite mm. bad. I mean, I mean, I, it's I, kind I, of like I, the I, end of your option list, isn't it? In, the, in terms pretty, of like you get through as much as you can on drugs and then when you get to the end of that yeah that's when you might consider it I think yeah pretty much I mean um what I what I what I read on everybody's favorite website if you have Parkinson's the Michael J Fox Institute um so Michael J Fox says (laughs) um they don't completely understand it but it regulates abnormal signals in your brain so you first need to do lots of, um, like you said, lots of testing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. you get a you get a movement disorder specialist, or you know that's basically a, a neurologist with some extra Parkinson's training, and they get a brain surgeon and they conduct lots of tests on you. Uh, you have to you have to come off your medication. You hand and they look at you and then you go back on it. They take lots of scans. Mm-hmm. um you know but it's more for like according to this decreased tremor fewer medications etc and everyone's yeah. different which is again yeah. just like parkinson's is and there's always so, risks I mean, from the people i've heard who've had it that i've known they've you know that they said it's you know it's either decreased their medications that they have to take a lot but then over time, it, they might go back up again in terms of what they're taking. Um, yeah. But also, after they have it done, it's not turned on initially. So they, they do the operation to put the things in. And then you have to wait for a bit of healing. And then they turn it on. And then you have to keep going back to get it adjusted to you so that it's that the yeah. output of it right for you. I mean, apparently it can take up to a year to get it tweaked properly so they know it's work so they know it's working um and you know and I, i've just seen some pictures of um everybody's favorite parkinson's podcaster that um i think there's a chap in canada um larry larry gifford larry who gifford, does yeah. when life gives you parkinson's and um yeah. and he's put some pictures up he's just had dbs and that oh, they, right. it it looks it looked quite major, you know. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, it's you know, from somebody who that potentially might one day face something like that. I found it quite confronting. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? He's like, oh my god, they are literal oh my god images when you look at them. Um, I mean, and like you said yeah, earlier, really and stuff, and 
is it is it that kind of it looks almost you know, stylish you know like, oh, it's got yeah. huge either side so because this is radio and you can't see us pointing at our heads like if you, if you follow up from above your eyes and your temples up onto the top of your head they make incisions in there and then they actually cut holes into your skull um, yeah. and then a surgeon will place thin metal wires into the brain and as Emma said earlier you are sometimes awake when this happens so they know they've got the right place they ask you to do stuff during the operation which is just like I, I can't even begin to imagine what that must feel like weirdly apparently you like your brain doesn't like you can't feel your brain in the in the way that we that we think Imagine. about yeah but you know yeah that, that. I did google it and there were some pictures I was like whoa I don't want to look too closely yeah. at that for me um I mean I'm thinking about and this for my future because I, I pretty much have um accepted that this will be something that I'll probably need to do um it, it's just the whole daunting travel and being on your own without support and, and figuring all that out and being off the medications, like the whole package, even before you, you start thinking about what actually <laughs> happens to you yeah. in, the, in, in the surgery. So I yeah, think it's one of those I things. I haven't gotten over that milestone yet of, you know, having to really think about it. I imagine but, that. You're in such a, and this is comes from a complete place of ignorance. I, I I accept that, but I would imagine you are in such a. You have such bad tremors, or you have such a bad experience mm. of your Parkinson's, that even though there are risks associated with it, obviously it's brain surgery, you know, stroke or bleeding mm. or kinds of things. Your quality of life may be so diminished. You, you would take that opportunity to get some yeah. relief from it. And from what I've yeah. seen, it's absolutely life-changing, uh, you know, as in a positive, life-changing yeah. thing. Um, yeah. But think, it's also, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think that about nine out of ten people I've heard who've had it um, have been positive, but there is, you know, one person who's quite negative and would will tell you know, people don't get it done. But so that probably comes back to the screening stuff. Yeah, that's unfortunate really. Is it, did they have like a bad experience or did they Yeah. Yeah, like it didn't work, it actually made it worse. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's to do with, you know, a particular her particular case or particular surgeon or what it you know, I don't know. And it wasn't in this country, so it's hard to know. Yeah. Uh, and um like you say, it's a lot of it's to do with screening and making sure that you are suitable for it. And you have to be so sure, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and interestingly, they I think they've now identified some genetic things that will um, that can tell people in certain with certain genes or certain um, what do you call them? Um, Genetic markers. What is it? What's what's um, what that called when you're um, when there's something wrong? Um, a genetic um, mutation, specific oh, mutation. Genetic mutation. Yeah, that um are, are correlated with you know being a, being uh, being good for your particular 
style <laughs> style of Parkinson's. <laughs> Um, so style of Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that sounds kind of corny, doesn't it? I think <laughs> I think there's quite a number of these um, mutations that they've identified now. There's 22 or 23 at one stage, but there might be heaps more now. Well, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me because there's so many different types of Parkinson's, and yeah, um, I mean, people people are always saying to me like. How did you get it? Is it in your family? And I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm just lucky, I guess. You know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just special. Um, yeah, um, I won that lottery. <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. I, I, it's not the lottery I wanted to win, but here I am. Um, and and I still, I mean, and I'm probably like you, I still live an awful lot in denial. I was talking to somebody uh, uh, yesterday and they said, oh, we, we just, she said, my husband and I are just not thinking about it. We, we're just like ignoring that this has happened. And I went, she said, you might think that's really bad. And I just started laughing. I was like, oh, I think that's totally fine. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> you know, ignoring yeah. it, I think is, I mean, you know, I take my medication and I exercise, but yeah, I look at yeah, stuff like, um, Mm, genetics is interesting um yeah it's a bit of a minefield I feel like yeah I'm just flicking through our good our good friend Michael J Fox who's uh, talking about the um weeks after surgery a movement disorder specialist can program your neurostimulator to help treat your unique (laughs) symptoms have you got a um, is your neurologist um a movement specialist do you know, I don't know. Um, I mean, he is, um, um, he, he seems to be rather clever, you know, <laughs> he knows what he's doing, uh, which is what one hopes. Um, I'm very happy with him. Um, yeah. The less you see of him, the better. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I was quite proud because I did hold the record for walking up and down the corridor in the hospital you know and they time you and you go and yeah and then they get you to do all the flappy neuro movements with your hands I was not so good at that but walking I was great at and now I'm I'm not so good at that anymore which is damn (laughs) I'm kind of struggling with that a bit at the moment if I'm honest um and um yeah I find that quite hard um I've talked about walking before go on I've gone up and down in the walking front in terms of what the neurologist has seen it's been um you know for the longest time I was super awesome and then one time I was there and I really struggled Mm. um and that was kind of like oh doom and gloom but then I improved after that and now the the marker seems to be my dyskinesia more than the walking. It's like, um, it's weird. How much though. that's going is more of a yeah, yeah. And, and, so and I'm I, kind of I'm kind of caught, torn between the walking and the dyskinesia. I don't know about weird. you, but I know for a long time I felt like I was a bit of a fraud because I here I was talking about having Parkinson's and yet I didn't look like I had it and I didn't feel really too bad I mean I felt bad on a morning and that but through the day I was kind of all right and now you know it is worse 
Uh, and I don't know if that's because I've been sitting down eight hours a day at work or in not exercising enough, which I really need to up my exercise. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't know why it is. And then the tiny part of me goes, it's a degenerative disease, you idiot. Of course, you're going to get worse. But then the other part of me goes, no, I'm totally fine. It's all good. <laughs> Let's just keep going. And I choose to look at the, hey, I'm totally fine. Um, I'm probably just a bit out of shape. It's got nothing to do with having a degenerative neurological disorder. Right. I think I'm 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 there with you on that because I think that's where I'm in the denial because um yeah, like from time to time I find myself convincing myself that it's not neurodegenerative at all. It's yeah. you know, that's just a, that's just, you know, stuff they say. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that's just I've I've no idea why they say these things. It's just ridiculous. And then you look at things like deep brain stimulation and you go, Oh, that's for people who are very sick. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think, I, I think you know, if I if I need it, when I when I need it, I'll do it. You know, I'm not gonna flinch away from it if if I need it. If it's gonna help me function and be there with my loved ones, for, or you know, for better, make my time better that I've got, I'll yeah, do it. I'll do it. I think <laughs> I think you I think you're exactly right. Uh, I mean, at the moment, my, I mean, my family, my dad struggles with the amount of tablets that I take still. Mm. I've talked about this before yeah. as well. He worries and about it, it, does he? That you're taking oh, too many tablets? I'm taking too many tablets. And he goes, mm. and if you knocked one off, if you knocked a couple off, would you notice? I was like, yes, I would. I do. And he's like, oh, oh. And, but you take, an, oh, oh, you take a lot of tablets, he says. And I go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, um, think you're addicted to to the bad drugs, does he? Well, I am addicted to dopamine, yeah, as I believe yeah, you are too. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of normal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I but think most I of think us that... don't have to take it in pill form. Most of us have it, you know, our bodies make it for us. But not of, not me and you. Anyway. Well, I would like to say I think that was great. Thank you so much for talking to me about your thoughts on deep brain stimulation. Um, and we will cover another topic next time we get together in a fortnight. If you would like to um, hear any past episodes, you can catch them on Coast Access Radio or at kittyfitten.com. If you have any concerns, you can contact Parkinson's New Zealand on 0800 Four seven three four six three six. That's Parkinson's New Zealand on 0800 473 4686. Um, and I've been I've been Kitty, and you've been Emma. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. And um, the song we've selected to play is the Ramones, and I want to be sedated. Oh,
This program was made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.